up, homies? This is my first pod from quarantine uh, in LA. We've been in lockdown now for about three weeks, a little over, I think. And then we were just told yesterday that we have another over a month left, at least. And it's, ooh, that seems like a lot. So I'm going to have to uh, start being a bit more productive from home and kind of taking it for like a, a mini vacation, like watching movies and smoking weed to be honest um but now i'm gonna try to be more productive and put out maybe a few pods while i'm here because i can still interview people from afar but the first one is going to be uh one that was recorded before all this lockdown stuff happened it is a conversation with jb that got personal again um just because when we travel like after shows, we just, like, drink and talk, and he's, like, my fucking therapist, dad, something, I don't know, and so here was another night where I'd had, like, a rough anxiety kind of night, um, I just get scared to go meet people, and I was like, I'm not going, blah, 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 which I do often, and of course, he wouldn't let me, and I went going, I ended up going, and it turned out to be such a fun night, and it was the last night, like, we had to cancel a bunch of stuff that, we were planning to do because of the corona and so now I've had time to think and realize how silly it was that I get so scared before things so my perspective if we talked about this now I think would be a lot different um and I think it would also be a lot different if it wasn't at the end of like what had been a, a tough night initially you know and he he still knew about the before stuff <laughs> um Plus some drinking, that never helps get all talky and serious or whatever. Anyway, so this is a very real one. Maybe too real, I'm sorry. But maybe it will help people that are facing similar issues. So enjoy once again with Deep Thoughts with JB. And uh, thanks for listening. I hope you're holding up okay in quarantine wherever you are right now. What is up? I'm here with Joe Bob Briggs, the night before our big Huntington show where people have been freaking out over whether we're going to have it or not because of the coronavirus, but we're definitely having it. But here we are late at night. There's no one around. We're just chilling, having deep thoughts. So we thought we'd put this on record and have another, what do we call it, creeping it real session because... JB noticed me getting all moody again, and wouldn't you know, it's BDD issues, so we're going to have another Deep Thoughts with Jack Handy about BDD. <laughs> Yay! Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Don't act like we're, you didn't know. We're on Long Island. And, uh, oh my god, it took 100 to years to get here. You're supposed to say you're on Long Island, you're, not, you're never in Long Island. Okay, why do people keep saying that? was not even me. Because it's an island, so we're on it? Yeah. Is it actually an I don't know. They, just people from People Long, keep correcting that. For people real. from Long Island say you you have to say you're on Long Island. You're not Fine. in Long Island. We're on Long Island. Right. Okay. So we're on Long I'll Island. People say they're in Bermuda. That's an island. Go ahead. They're in the Bahamas, right? They're in the Bahamas, right. So I don't know. I don't Someone clarify that for us. But actually, I wish we could 
for the first time ever i wish it was a video one because this is like a creepy haunted castle hotel that we're in in like the middle of nowhere and there's like three other people here and so it's kind of amazing it's kind of like the shining here yeah but like cooler because the Shining's not that cool <laughs> <laughs> all right so um let's start with what you were saying now we need to explain BDD more. So ask me. Well, things. yeah, because we keep having these pods where we you, had one. Where, well, I think we've talked about it twice, where Sorry. we talk about body dysmorphic disorder, Correct. right? Yeah. BDD, and um, uh, and I thought we should kind of back up and explain the definition of it because people don't get it. It can be. Um, People especially don't get it when it's, uh, you know, good-looking people that have it, supermodels have it, you know. Um, also, morbidly obese people have it. Also, just ordinary people that go, go to the everyone. gym and don't like their abs, you know. Yeah. You know, anybody can have it. So, it's that you don't, it's that your self-image is... Um, under the control of your body image and your ability to see your body image as other people see it is distorted. Yeah. Is that part of it? That's 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 really good. Yeah. Okay. So, You've done research since our first one. <laughs> well, I, that's probably not a good clinical definition of yeah. it. But anyway, We're not it's clinical. it's a real thing. You, you can't go by what somebody's body looks like when you're talking about, like, it doesn't help to say, oh, but your body is so great. That doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't sure. do anything. <laughs> um, uh, it's, and it's not just your body either. It can be just your appearance overall. Like, yeah. Like for me, um, body, it's fucking, there's not any part of it that <laughs> isn't affected by me. But like I, as I mentioned in a previous pod, like I used to, wear ski mask when I went out of the house because I thought people would just be so terrified of my like hideous monster phantom of the opera face so like I thought I was doing a service to mankind that if I had to go out of my house for some reason I would be covered so like no one would have to look at me and that's how I started with this whole naked thing because like for a long time I wasn't fine with my body either and I, I would shower with my clothes on and stuff but then um once I had a kid and I started nursing and I got boobs and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, well, at least that's something that, that can detract from my hideousness elsewhere. So, like, it's like, if I can be as naked as possible, then people won't notice the ugly everywhere else. <laughs> so that's how that kind of all started. Um, you would shower with your clothes on? Yeah, I just, I couldn't how stand do you do that? looking at my body. Just, how is it possible? I mean, you're, you still get cleanish. <laughs> like, I, I just couldn't stand... To, there's mirrors in the bathroom like you have to look down at your body like I just couldn't stand to see any of it like I would just want to throw up and cause harm to myself or whatever because I was just so disgusting and if we want to be real about it that started way back like my mom very much instilled that with me to me because like I you mean when you were a kid yeah like she was very much into appearances and I remember the first time I really remember changing mentally because um, she would say things before, and I just feel like, oh, yeah, silly mom. But, like, I remember one time my grandma bought me this really cute bikini, my first ever bikini, and I was like, I'm a big girl. And I was like, I don't know, eight or nine or something. And I went to the pool and was just, like, running around, having fun at the pool, and just whatever. And then we got back to the house, and my mom was like, 
you mortified me today. Like, you should never wear a bikini. You were just out there smiling. Everybody knew you were with me. Like, I'm so embarrassed. And, like, from then, I just, like, wore a shirt every time I went to the pool. She would tell me not to smile because my teeth were disgusting and it shamed her and stuff like that when I was little, you know? And, like, I don't even think she meant it mean. She just meant it, like, matter of fact. Like, like you are disgusting. This is a fact. I wish you weren't my daughter because I, because um, she valued beauty more than anything and she didn't think I had that. So she's just like, just, just be quiet. Don't talk. Don't draw attention to yourself. Don't be seen. And you don't think that's mean. <laughs> I don't think she, I don't think she registered it as mean. You were a little girl. Like... I think, she, I, I think she probably had these own issues herself. Maybe now that I'm a grown up and, and took it out on me maybe but like i i don't think she was just like trying to hurt me i think she was just trying to save her own face and have this like she loved my sister she thinks my sister is just gorgeous and she trot her out like look at the beauty queen that is my younger sister and okay <laughs> mean all right okay uh, so so when you shower with your clothes on mm -hmm. what clothes do you wear it's like a t-shirt and shorts or i don't, I, I, I like, would not wear shorts are much. you soaping up your body under your clothes yeah okay so like i i would look at it as kind of like well my clothes got clean too <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. okay so that went on for a while yeah okay and then when you when you became a mom though it some somehow became okay to not do that um yeah, I guess, but we don't really need. We, we should go just jump ahead to modern. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, do you really right, want to dive well, into that? Well, it's interesting. I mean, okay, okay. I, I don't. Well, okay. So, like, for the longest time, part of my like people made fun of me big time for being flat chested. Like, you're just like people in school. Like, like that's not an uncommon thing. People totally mock girls, and I had really short hair. So, and my name is fucking Casey. So, like, everybody at new school thought I was a boy. Like, it was just fucking embarrassing. Anyway, so they make fun of me for being flat-chested and being a dude and fucking whatever. Then when I had my kid, like, boobs grew, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, and anyway. so you felt better about... Yeah, so that's when I started feeling better. and I, Just about that. It's like that's one problem that was corrected. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so I mean, that was way later, obviously, but it took a long time to get there. But that's actually when I started to feel like, I don't know, a normal okay, person. <laughs> but, okay, so today, you're, you're still living with all the results of that. And so what, what sets you off today? Um, well, there can always be, okay, for one, like we talked about last time, there's always pictures, like a million pictures online that you don't have control over. Um, even, even on pro shoots, like I kind of mentioned this, like they asked me why I don't promote In Search of Darkness. Um, the 80s movie that we did together and it's because on that day I just was not at my best and I know it like um, when you say you're not at your best you mean you weren't you didn't look the way you thought you I would have look. liked to yes like if I was just choosing a day to shoot it wouldn't have been that day <laughs> but um, that's the day they were planning so I was just like because of you and trying to stick to more to schedules like I fucking backed out so many work things before because i'm like i'm not at my best today and i don't want that on record you won't let me do that <laughs> so like i did my big grown-up thing and 
and went ahead and did this thing anyway. But but these pictures come back to haunt me from that because I hate the lighting. I hate my makeup. I was bloated as fuck. I look like a round fucking cabbage patch at all. But that's just one thing. That's just an example of you don't always have control over how you look everywhere. And I would love to not care and just be like, okay, so I wasn't great that day. But guess what? People don't let you be like that. People are mean and they analyze the shit out of everything. And for me in particular, and I want you to talk about what you kind of brought up last time we we did a show together. Like for me, they talk about my quote unquote plastic surgery, which one, it's not surgery if you do injections or Botox or whatever, because it goes away in like two months. Like it's not permanent and it's a very LA thing. It's like cutting your hair. It's not that big deal. Two, people think you do it a lot more than you do. Like any changes in you, it's because you have new surgery. Like in search of darkness, I was just fucking bloated. I didn't get new injections or anything. But what brought it up, what made me feel really bad this time, is that for the Bolo Awards, I was supposed to be listening to people's podcasts and some people that were um, mentioned to us and one that is like very supportive of us online and generally speaking, they did say a lot of nice things. But they happened to think it was okay to analyze my appearance in the in the two specials and how I had a lot of work done be- between the season and that special, which is not accurate. Um, any changes would be from like different makeup, losing weight, etc., things of that nature. But also, why if you're especially if you're you're supposed to be supportive, why analyze women? like that you know what I mean it's like that's the kind of stuff that makes people feel like they have to do stuff like I started like in porn I would I would read all these terrible things about me and I literally would go like people on set would have Botox or fillers or whatever and say you need to do this before you go on camera I'd be like okay because I don't want any more bad comments about me so I would trust what they say and not even look in the mirror and just let them Wait do it. Wait a minute, they had actual Botox on the set? Oh yeah. You just like get the Botox right before you do the scene? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh wow. And and stores, that's becoming, con- like Sephora does that at the one in the Grove now. Like, oh, are you here for Botox? And then the we Sephora can do... Sephora Cosmetics store? Yeah, they'll yeah. just fucking shoot. Like, it's just like, anyway. Okay. And, and so when I was more vulnerable, I don't feel like I'm as vulnerable now Did as I was. Did guys get it too? Um... Guys definitely do it. I don't know about on set. I never I don't remember seeing me getting it on set. But definitely If I was gonna be totally naked on film, which I would never do, I would I would We'll I would, see about that. I would always go I would, <laughs> the Jobot porn we've I all would, been waiting for. I would always have like at least some dumbbells around. That they did. <laughs> like, guy that's the guy version. Like guys are always working out nonstop before they go on camera. And girls are getting like they got to get a fake pump going, right? For, for sure, <laughs> yes. In more ways than one, if you know what I mean. Well, I mean, yeah, but I think, <laughs> but I think, I see. I think it's the same for for men and women, but I don't think the men get hammered as much online. It's it's ridiculous the amount of things people because you got guys like J- Ron Jeremy who never worked out a day <laughs> in his life, right? Who who, People do make fun of him. Let's be real. <laughs> well, they make fun of him, but they. But make he's fun, had a long career. <laughs> they make fun of him in a in a in a supportive way, though I would say. But mm, not always. No. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> Maybe let, when let he was me, younger. Let me be the devil's, he has a rep now. Let me be the devil's advocate <laughs> okay. here for a minute. Uh, if you pick, you're a very beautiful woman. If you picked a, 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 a superstar movie star woman that's re, that's regarded as one of the most beautiful women in the world, let's say, 
Um, I never know who people. <laughs> let's see who you say, come up with. Let's say Angelina Jolie okay. or who um, people talk about her Beyonce work. Beyonce or whatever. Then, then I would think that probably if you really analyze the online comments on them, um, that th- th- there's probably thousands and thousands and thousands of negative comments sure. about them, and they probably never just never read it. They probably just never read. I mean, how could you, how could you exist without? I know a lot of the you know, lesser famous people do read it and do take it to heart. Like I can't say for sure for Angelina, but I know a lot of celebrities who you know do read it and do get bothered by it. I I don't want to mention people and make them feel bad. That like there's a friend of the show's recently who puts his body out there and a lot of body comments, and he spent a lot of time working on it because he was so hurt by all the you're getting fat kind of shit out there like body shaming just everywhere so it's like body shaming face shaming like i don't like your hair just fucking everything (laughs) and like so of course like of course people that had problems anyway are gonna feel just immobile like i can't do any of this because i can't keep putting myself out there and being hurt and told how awful i am all the time it's not like they can say anything i don't know already yeah well I, you know like you, you've been with me at many signings at many autograph signings yeah and i love that and, you don't give a shit like you roll well, out of bed but I, see, I and have, like don't even brush your hair and you're see, like yeah hey, take my picture fucking see, who cares I have three <laughs> i have three pictures one is one is um uh young young show bob and one is sort of dad Joe Bob and one is grandpa Joe Bob you know and so and so it's like you're a whatever, hot grandpa Joe whatever Bob. the whatever the fans want you know whatever when and they you come up what? to the table whatever they want you know that's what I signed and you I, I'd say you sell more of your quote-unquote grandpa ones more than that's anything right, you know. but that doesn't work for women <laughs> like like we ain't selling the grandma pictures the most you know what I mean <laughs> well I don't know if that's true or not. That's I mean, fucking true. It is true. Pick well, fucking who. Like, I can't even tell you because people aren't famous as grandmas anymore hardly ever. It's like if you're famous for being attractive when you're younger, you don't make it to be a grandma. You're made fun of as you get older. Look at Pamela Anderson. Like her, she gets scoured online. And when I was growing up, she was like my idol. She was like the pinnacle of beauty. And now it's like, God, she's so old. Why does she even like go out of her house anymore? Like no one wants to look at that and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, just it's literally just because she aged, which happens to everyone. You know what I mean? Like it's cruel and unfair. And it makes a lot of people, like I said on the last time we talked about this, I know many people right. that have killed themselves because well, they can't deal with aging and the, and the comments that people make well, as they're getting terrible. older. That's but terrible. it's a but, fact. Uh, but see, you're talking about you're talking about actresses who uh, whose career is based on being hot, okay? If if you, but if you're an actress whose career is based on being, you know, uh, the girl next door or um, you know the the sassy neighbor or whatever. You can work into your. I mean, I was just I was just talking to you recently, and I'm gonna forget her name, but um, the woman who plays the um, the fat girl in Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. The banana girl, we call her. 
The banana girl. <laughs> okay. You know, it, it, unfortunately, it was a staple of the slasher movie that if you were obese, you got killed. And you usually got killed really early. And so it was like, kill the obese person. And, um, but um, uh, you would think, oh, okay, so she had this one role, whatever. No, she's made 150, you know, TV shows and movies. And so it, it, it depends on what you're, what you're going for when you're in your 20s as to what happens to you when you're in your 40s, you know. It's not always what you're going for, though, either. It's what people are pigeon you as, you know what I mean? Like, if people decide, well, right. you are the naked chick, well, okay, then that's who I am and that's how I'm making my money. But once you get to the age where they say, nah, we don't want that anymore, then you can't make money because... And right. you're... And you're, you're you're literally made fun of for getting older. Like, there's so many. Look at people that are just were like fucking Bridget Bardot and shit. Like, she's not the same as she was when she was younger. And people are so mean to her now, and they just love to be mean to people yeah. as they get older. Yeah, I I think that um, it, it is true that it's harder for women, and and well, when they're when they're in their twenties. A lot of a lot of young actresses in their twenties uh, don't go to class. They don't study because they're getting role after role after role after role after role for being pretty. And um, so when it time comes time to get the mother role, they either are insulted because they're asked to take the mother role. Oh yeah, that's or, important too. It's like <laughs> I'm a fucking milf. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> or, or they, you know, or they can't. They they haven't developed the right uh, skills and attitude to to do the mother role, and so much less the grandmother role. But but the exceptions to that are uh, actresses. Meryl Streep, you know, would be a good example of. Um, she was very beautiful when she was eighteen. And what do you and hear about her? People mock her nose relentlessly it's like it's always something i think any any anybody that's in the public eye whether they're male or female is going to get knocked for something that's kind of uh, the point and and so like i think vdd especially vdd is like a, so everybody has little insecurities about what they feel like i think like everybody to a certain extent like oh i wish i could lose 10 pounds or something but a lot of people can just move on and not worry about it people with vdd it just fucking consumes them and they can't right the people here's the the people that I think we should strangle and get rid of. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are the people who make a business out of tearing down of out of body shaming, uh, and there are websites. Mm, that yes, are, that's what I wanted to talk about. There are websites that are totally devoted to exposing, and some they usually have the word "expose" in the name of the website. You know, exposing celebrities. Exposing their plastic surgery, exposing their Photoshop. They say that you know Photoshop facelifts are 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 wrong. You know they're 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 a sin. You can't do that. And so they'll show. So they have these websites that will show side by side. Here's what this person looks like in public, and then here's what the person really looks like. You know, and they'll show this horrible picture. Uh, or in some cases, they will hack the files of professional photographers, get the outtake pictures um, uh, that weren't used, and put them next to the picture that was used, 
obviously unretouched, obviously bad makeup, whatever, and just to make the person look bad. Okay, you know, you're really, you know, there's no reason, first of all, there's, since the beginning of photography in the, in the 19th century, there's been no such thing as a, quote, true picture. Every picture is an illusion. Every picture is Even somehow, if it's just lighting and angles, it's like it's done to make you look your best for that snap. It's either made to make you look your best or to make you look your worst, depending on what the photographer is trying to do with, the, pic- with, the, with the picture. But, <laughs> but uh, whatever the, you know, this, this game that's played with, um, uh, oh, look, you know, trying to find the surgical scars from the plastic surgery or trying to... Um, make fun of people for having Botox or having um, uh, different hair color or um, or wearing wigs or whatever. It's like, what is the point of it? And the point of it, and they will say very self-righteously that the point of it is we're protecting young girls. We're protecting young girls who 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 aspire to be beautiful, which you know it used that used to be a thing that dads would tell their girl you know you'll be a princess or you are a princess or whatever you know a beautiful princess my dad didn't tell me that and what (laughs) my dad didn't tell me he didn't tell you that (laughs) and so um uh and uh we we want to protect them from the the lies that lead to them abusing their bodies by uh, trying to aspire to, uh, you know, unreasonable standards of beauty. Well, uh, what they're saying is we have this social goal, and in order to accomplish our social goal, we'll destroy some individuals. And well, you know what that is? That's called communism. That's what they. That's what they did in the Soviet Union. We have these social goals, so you, you with your individual problems, you don't matter. We will just throw you to the wolves. And that's what they do to these people. That, 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 you know, aspiring models, aspiring actresses, aspiring... It's almost always women. They'll occasionally do it to a man, but it's like 99% of these sites are devoted to tearing down women. And it's women tearing down women. That's the, that's that's the, makes it even worse, you know? It's, um, um, it, it's, it's uh, millennials. It's basically... These websites are run by... Women who are anywhere from you know eighteen to twenty eight years old, and uh, they they're very uh, um, dedicated to the idea of we're going to protect the next generation of women by tearing down all these women who who use Photoshop and who use Botox and who use plastic surgery to make themselves look better, um, or who who or who just you know use fitness to make themselves look better and oh yeah that you get that too like i would say like our recent pictures from louisville or whatever i'd been working out whatever i'd been was proud that i'd been because i used to not give a shit and anyway so i was like oh i'm kind of fit right now cool and then i posted pictures and of course there's all oh you sound that's so gross like she's so anorexic and blah 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 it's like there's been times when i've been anorexic and bulimic but right now i'm just fit and that's cool, and that's something you work for. If people will tear down, if you're heavy, I've gotten that on my heavier times. It's like, you are gross, look at your cellulite, blah, blah, blah. 
like are you pregnant etc etc if you're fit then then you're just like unhealthily fit eat a sandwich like it's just like nothing we're the nation of fitness right we're the nation of like that's what people go we're the the nation of nothing is okay like no matter what it's being torn down when it's so stupid that we care that much about either way like even glorifying people just for their beauty like i don't even get that because it's all so temporary. Right. I, I've seen like Paul, Pauline Forskova. She's very active um, talking about models as they age or whatever. She couldn't have been more beautiful when she's younger. And she's still beautiful now. But people are so mean to her because she doesn't get Botox or anything and just shows herself naturally aging. Yeah. And that's actually one of the points I wanted to make. make and you've opened my eyes to this. Like a person who has BDD, the worst thing you can do is say, but you're so beautiful in order to make him feel better. Because what you're doing is you're establishing a standard now that the person has to live up to. Yeah, that's know? true. And it's like, it's what like, did I do? I oh, must figure it out. Okay, yeah, I need to figure out why I'm beautiful why today. Why am I, exactly. I was not beautiful yesterday. You, you're just adding more... Uh, <laughs> oh my God, that's so true. ...more bullshit to their head. And so it's Let not Let me about, remember everything I did. <laughs> it's not about who's beautiful and who's not beautiful. It's it's all it's all about body shaming is wrong, and I don't think people realize. And you've kind of opened my eyes to this. I don't I don't think people realize how damaging it can be, and especially to, um, um, you know, people, especially to younger people, because um, there was a woman in in uh, Sweden who had a not Sweden, uh, Switzerland, who had a similar uh, story to yours where she was flat-chested in high school and everyone made fun of her. And she admired Pamela Anderson. That was goals, man, when I was growing up. So she (laughs) she set out to um, make her body similar to Pamela Anderson. And she was successful. And um, she spent, like, she she had a, she worked two jobs, um, so that she could raise all this money to get the work done that she wanted to have done. And she documented all the work on um, uh, uh, Instagram. So there were before and after pictures all along the process. And so one of these stupid hate sites uh, took the before and after pictures and said, isn't this woman ridiculous, you know, uh, making herself look like, like this when originally she looked like this. And... It got so much, uh, people piled on so much that she had to take down her her site right at the point in her life when she was starting to feel good about herself. And so it's like we need to stop thinking that body modification of any kind is a sin uh, or, or, or is... Or necessary. Either way. You know what I mean? Right. It's like If you want to do body modification, if you don't want to do body modification, I mean, that's this seems obvious what we're talking about. <laughs> I know. But, but, it, it, but it really, um, uh, it's really, when I went through these sites that so, this, uh, expose celebrities or expose models or whatever, I was just, oh, I was just cringing. I was just, I was just, I mean, I've never seen such hatred. And it's hatred of young women for other young women. You know, it's like, why would, isn't there a sisterhood that says you shouldn't do that? <laughs> you know, um, uh, why, why, would, why would 
why would there be sites devoted to women tearing other women down? And um, anyway, that's... Uh, and at what point is it not just about your appearance anymore? Like, that's what you're trying to tell me. There's been times where I've, I've come to you before we're supposed to shoot or do an appearance. I'm like, I don't feel good for this reason, that reason, whatever. And you're like, just don't worry about it. Just go do it because this is not just about what you look like. Like, it's about, you know... Right. The but, character and, and, and doing the show. Think, you have to think about all this online stuff that way, too, because, like, uh, your attempt to control your photographic image... Yeah, I can't do that anymore. ...online? <laughs> whoa! You know, like... Take that down! Like, uh, <laughs> n- you know, talk about something that'll send you down the road to madness. I mean, the just the number of pictures that are taken of us at one... Uh, live event I would say I mean wouldn't you say that when I do a show um, I would say 80% of the audience comes to the comes to the autograph table and uh, 90% of those people want a photo yeah and a lot of times the conditions for taking photos are terrible at cons and at these things there's too little light or there's too much light or we're standing in front of a of a, of, of a, uh, you know, a, 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 a some kind of weird um, light. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. And but for me, it could be bad hair or makeup or dehydrated from, oh, that haunts my dreams. There's this one that we had just done like back to back to back with traveling and I was so dehydrated. My skin looks so bad. And there's all these pictures of all these people that are so nice. And I don't want to like like or retweet or acknowledge their picture because I'm like, I want to pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> and it's like, but I'm trying not to be like that. You can that. just give them to me because... Because then what? Because well, people I'm, see them more on your page. Well, I'm, I'm just like... I'm, I'm always, trying. I'm always just like I've just always got a goofball grin. So I know cares. you're wonderful and you're a hero to me in that way. I try to be like you, but then it comes back and bites me in the ass. Because, like I said, like the the holiday specials, you know that I was not feeling my best then, and we just went ahead and did it anyway. And I was like, you know, I'm proud I got through it. Through it, we did our personal stories. That was really hard, especially when I wasn't feeling confident. And then I felt like it bit me in the ass. I spent, like I said, like months crying about it. Like, I don't ever want to be on camera ever again. Like, I just don't want to deal with it ever. And you, my therapist, well, <laughs> talked me out and, of all that. But, and as your therapist, let me just say, <laughs> you got to get to a, a, middle, a middle point, you know. I'm trying. It's great. It's great for... It's great to care about your appearance. I don't know? want to. I, should, I, should care I would love to not mine. think about it. Well, I mean... <laughs> I, I just said care about it. I didn't say obsess about it. You obsess I would love about to it. not care. Yeah. Well. At all. I would love to be you and just walk out and be like, yo, this is it. Deal. <laughs> but instead, I have to spend two hours putting on makeup and shit before I show <laughs> and make us late when you're like, God damn, I'm ready to go already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I still think that I, I still think that there's there's a happy medium where you care about it, but you don't obsess about it and i think and i think i am the, getting there but it takes a lot fan, the too. fan pictures you're never going to be able to control the fan it's pictures, true you know and i guess part of what would come because i think if i had this job back when i was at my worst with bdd like i literally could not have handled because there were times i was just working at like 
Blockbuster and I'd have BDD and I'd literally go hit myself in the face with a hammer to like what? punish myself for being so disgusting and having people see it and notice it. Yeah, I what? thought, yeah. You I ha- hit your f- f- face in the... I hated my nose and I fucking smashed it over and over again to what? like... Yeah. And just stuff like that. Um, if it weren't for... Did you get that fixed? Did you break it? I broke it and rebroke it so yeah i had this like bump thing that i did oh, have to get taken God. out just the bump i don't know if you want to count that as plastic surgery i guess it is it but yeah right here so you broke all the all the bones yeah in there? so like for like let's say like early 20s or something i always had this line on my nose from the front because i i hated how it looked from the side yeah like that had this big bump so if i smashed it it would be flatter so like anytime i felt ugly oh i'm like it's that God. bump in my nose so i guess Hit How it. hard would you hit it? Hard. I'd, I'd, and I would do it sometimes isn't while that, I was on a that, shift. Isn't that just, you know, aside from, like, disfiguring a face, isn't that incredibly painful? But also... but your you, nose but the, it's, it's, with a hammer? It was better than the pain you felt from feeling like you, you and what would trigger were that? being seen. What would trigger that pain? Somebody saying something negative, like like it's hard to go out and... F- okay, so like when I worked at Blockbuster or waitressing, would be after I did that like hidden for years thing. So like it was hard to go, you know... In the, so you're out in public for the first time. Which is scary. So yeah. like if anybody said anything negative, I'm like, I fucking knew it. And I'd like run to the bathroom. I couldn't quit my job because I had to have money. Like that would be my thing is just run and go back and hide in the safety of a room again and no one see me. But since I can't do that... It's like, well, what can I fix? It's like, well, here's a hammer. I can fix this bump in my nose or fucking like just anything. I, I, there were times when I had to stop myself from taking a razor completely across my face because I'm like, if I'm just completely permanently disfigured, then, then there's no issue. Like, I just am fucking ugly. Let's just deal with it. You know what I mean? Like, like there's no denying it. I'm a fucking freak. Oh, well. You know what I mean? Somehow that seemed better and safer to me, but... It never did, but people do stuff. It's called self-surgery or whatever. People do things to try to fix themselves. If I could have figured out a way to shove fucking melons in my chest and, like, open myself up and put it in, I would have done it. You know what I mean? Like, wow. like anything you could do. Um, I tried to, to, like, bleach my teeth with, like, r- real bleach and shit like that. Like, because people, I was born with, like, you know, brown fucking teeth. Like, it was just a permanent thing. You know, know. There, there is something mean <laughs> The other thing that bothers me is there is something mean about the beauty industry. Um, oh, everything about what is wrong with you and how to fix it is just everything. And, right. and they try to say it in a nice way. It's like, oh, we can take care of those hideous eyebrows of yours. I'm like, wait, what? I didn't know if eyebrows were hideous. Thanks for fixing that for me. You know what I mean? So much of this is based on stuff that I had never even considered, like in porn. Like they're like, oh, you have no lips. You need to inject your lips. I'm like, huh? I, I, Because I, I had worked, I had done my self-surgery. Like, okay. The way I made my lips look big, I noticed that after you give blowjobs, your lips look bigger. So I always had like a fake dildo before shoots and I'd like suck on it and I'd have big lips, I thought. But then they oh, would yeah. still say, your lips are not we big enough. all the porn secrets. I'll <laughs> <laughs> put that in the book. So, so yeah. it's just like they point out stuff that you, you don't know or you thought was fine about you. Okay. It's, it's still not okay. Pale for me is a huge well, one. See, I, I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> what I was thinking about was Gwyneth Paltrow. You okay. Know? She sells all these products oh, yeah. that are for stuff that, that like are, are for stuff that you don't like a man would never even, you know, you know, like 
you know, specific things to do to your body with specific substances, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, late night TV, you know. It's all, oh my God, I used to obsess and buy everything on late night TV. It's like, yes, I do have that problem I'd never heard of before. I must have this. (laughs) Please fix this crepe erase clearly i must have crepey skin somewhere right like it comes on at night i'm like i must order crepe erase i must prevent creping for happening because clearly it's the worst thing that can happen to a woman according to these commercials tricep right it's like the back of your um according to that commercial it can happen all over your body and it's a hideous unsightly (laughs) deformity the word crepe (laughs) (laughs) crepe appearing on your skin it's just like it's and that's such, just, it's such a great word because it sounds like <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like it's going to be bunched up and sort of brittle, and and it, and it and it and it's one it's one vowel away from crap. <laughs> and, so there's, so, and they like literally so they show of, these get rid of like that women <laughs> that are like so sad before it's like oh no look at her hideous <laughs> deformity and then suddenly I have more moisture in my skin so all is fine I'm allowed to walk out of the house and be seen now it's like. And that's just one example. That's just like, it's just how it is. Like, there's so much marketing to what is wrong with you that you just were blissfully unaware of before. Well, I would say, I mean, just like, uh, you know, whiskey advertising is is directed at the alcoholic. Well, all that beauty advertising is directed at you. (laughs) You know, it's directed at people with BDD. It's true. Because they're going to buy so much more stuff. Mm -hmm than uh, people that are fine or don't care than the average person and also you know if you say you know if like if if you go to the like like if you go to the cosmetics counter of any department store don't they have like each line of cosmetics has like 50 different uh bottles of stuff at least yeah like you know because you don't just put one thing on your face. Oh, no. You put like 10 things on your face. You, you have to illuminate because put... your skin is dull. You have to moisturize because your skin is dry. You have to lift because, you know, you're starting to sag or fucking whatever. It's like, oh, I am. <laughs> Thanks for telling me, Sephora. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I think that it's it's all based on fear, you know. Uh, Very true. It, it, and And just feeling inadequate or just not wanting to hurt people being mean yeah but i mean those mean people are always going to be there it's true no literally no matter what no matter who you are no matter what you look like so you you have to adjust exactly and right. i i feel like i am personally like uh I'd, i had gotten to a point like porn oh lord i had some really bad times with porn because like uh, the very first thing i ever heard from porn was i was a fat chick i like i started porn at like 27 and maybe 135, and so I was old and fat, and that's how they marketed me. 135 in porn is obese. Yeah, at 5'9". They're like, you are the fat chick. 5'9"? Yes. You five know nine, that. You know how tall I am. <laughs> I know you're tall, but 5'9 and one... That's so it's like, it's not skinny. One, one th- well, <laughs> I would say 135 is probably below... I think we look on the medical charts... I think 135 is probably below average for 5'9 for a woman. Well, I just, I got really fed up of being the old person and the fat person. And so, like, every time I got hired in that, I'd I'd cry. How old were you? 27 when I started. And that was too old for porn? Well, no, because, like, they hire you as MILF and literally GILF. I was hired for GILF sometimes. They give you, like, 
30-year-old daughters. Grandma, I'd like to fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, literally, you'd have, like, your students were, like, 50, and you have to be like, oh, young man, I just need some young cock in me. And they'd hire girls that are, like, two now what, now years why? younger than you to play your daughter because they're short, and you'd have to be like, and oh, I remember the good old days, and I had you all youthfulness. And I'm like, Now, wh- now why do you have the older guys play young guys? <laughs> because they don't fucking give a shit. Like, the, like it's guys running it. You're like, oh, he looks young. It's fine. Who cares? Whatever. It's like, put, put a baseball cap on backwards, and, and you'll be the <laughs> high school kid, fucking 45-year-old dude. It's like, okay. <laughs> Just so, so like, what, and they would be mean on set. What become a MILF? Well, the agency that I first started with literally said 27 up is automatic MILF, but if you had large boobs, then they would still place you as a MILF sometimes anyway. So, like, I definitely saw 22-year-olds if they had Wait implants. MILFs always have large boobs? That's their fucking thing, yeah. And they also said because I was taller than a lot of dudes, like, that makes you a MILF too. There, there's, like, no way around it. You're not, not being a MILF. So. Oh, because you're tall. It was all of it. Like, 27 is the age for MILF, like, in porn, for sure. And and that's the most popular category, MILF. I mean, it's always fluctuating. But the point of this is that they gave me complexes I was not aware of. All all I knew when I was, like, naively starting porn was, like, I like to have sex, and I, like, need to make money. Let's do this. But then they started with all these categories and saying all these mean things to you. So that's when I developed, like, severe bulimia and anorexia wow. and all kinds See, of stuff. I wouldn't think they I was would taking, say like, mean things to you in porn oh, because they yeah. want you to feel relaxed. Oh, you, the, you would set, think that. Right? But so, like, definitely, I think, um, so a lot of directors are just assholes anyway and hate women. I mean, that's just a fact. It's, it's. So not everyone's like that. It's a cliche if that they, they are, hate but they're women. Why were, why are they photographing women for a living? Because they can make money doing it, and um, a lot of people would stand up for themselves and not take that, you know, and and they would treat them nicer. But I looked like I would shy away and be like, "You're right," and take that kind of like mental and verbal abuse or whatever. And so like the people that wanted to be mean like that would be, you know, and so I I was a prime tar- target for that. So I would just take it to heart, get through the scenes. Sometimes there's there's scenes where I'm crying, literally on camera, because the director was so mean to me before. I remember like a big name director at Vivid, um, back in like 2006, when before like there's hardly any directors anymore, but when it was still like kind of big, he was so mean to me right before my camera, and I was literally I couldn't stop crying during the scene. He's like, leave it. It's like we want to see your tears and blah blah, just like wanting to hurt me and show that in the film I don't know anyway so I go home and cry and be like whatever they made fun of me and said was horrible about me today I'm gonna fix so like then I just would chase everything it's like oh there's these online things about how I'm fat still so I'm gonna take a bottle of laxatives like literally every night like I did not have any food in me like if I ate tons of laxatives I spent so much time throwing up and fucking just I was not healthy how do you deal with it now now I, for a you, while, okay. First of all, you eat healthy. So, okay. So when we first started the last drive-in, I was scared. I'd gotten to the point where I was used to just not being photographed anymore. And that's how I was dealing with it. I just not, not dealing. Because when I had that long period of sadness where I like kind of retreated from the world again, yeah, I was like, well, why am I going to ever put myself out there again? Like ever to deal with this. I just want to be invisible for the rest of my life 
but I can't be invisible and help you on the last drive-in. So like I had to kind of like readjust to being seen again, hearing comments again. And so I had the same period of adjustment that I had in porn where it's like you either crash and crumble and quit and run away or you figure out how to deal with it and move on. So I, I had my down moments, as you've seen, <laughs> but I feel like I'm at the point now where I'm trying to move forward and move on. But it does get to me sometimes. Um, like right now, I won't let it stop Here, me. I might get sad for a I'm minute, but I'll keep going. But you're not going to abuse your body anymore, are you? You're not going to hit your nose with a hammer. I definitely won't do that. I, I'd say I had re um, regressed with bulimia for a little bit. The, the, the answer is supposed to be, Yes, Joe Bob, I'm not going to abuse my body anymore. Well, it depends on what you mean by abuse, because like I said, like I did have um, go back into bulimia again for a little bit. Um, after the first season, I, was, I saw some bad pictures, and I didn't like it, and probably lost too much weight and was not healthy then, um, because also like I, to self-medicate, <laughs> I would just like, eat all the chocolate or fucking whatever, and, and like, well... Now I'm a disgusting fat pig, so I'm gonna have to go throw up. So like, I did deal with that and have to come. Really? See, I so don't... you would see that you could call that abusing your body. But, but like when 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 we go to Cracker Barrel, uh, my favorite. Restaurant well, there's in only the world. so much that I can eat at Cracker my Barrel. <laughs> restaurant in the world. You always order broccoli and that's water. all i can have like what well, no broccoli and grits and water no grits they cook in their fucking thing too like there's what? literally nothing there but broccoli and water and sometimes you can get a salad anyway that's not because anyway, that's not because of um you're taking care of yourself that's not why though that's literally because that's all that's at cracker barrel <laughs> You know what I mean? Like for well, vegan people. No, that's people, all that's healthy at Cracker Barrel. So that's all that's not cooked in well, animal the guts. The very fact that you're a vegan <laughs> indicates you're taking care of yourself. Not necessarily. Right? That's because no. I, I love animals and don't want to hurt them to eat. That's the reason you're vegan? <laughs> yes. That's the only reason? Yes. Oh, I thought you did it for your, like, to have a healthy No. Lifestyle. <laughs> I no. just never wanted to eat animals. Okay. All right. Animals are a friend. But hey, you go eat your your eight gallons of pig juice or whatever you have every day at Cracker Barrel. That's cool. I love that you love it. <laughs> and I'm happy to have my broccoli. Like, you can make... They're big on pig at Cracker Barrel. They throw they bacon in everything. They have pork in all over the menu. Like, even Chris. Like, I didn't realize at first it wasn't vegan. I thought, you know, it's water and corn. But no, we'll throw some fucking cream in there for you and fucking whatever. It's like, Jesus, y'all. What's, what's wrong with cream and milk? We don't... We don't kill the cows to get the cream and milk. This is a whole different discussion. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll right, teach sorry. you off camera right, or whatever, sorry. and and then right, we can discuss right. that you another can give day. Give me a vegan education. I will. At some point. Okay. <laughs> but but um, uh, but your what is your message? I know about we should figure BBD out because I can't just end it and be like, well, to people that sucks. who are also <laughs> dealing with it. Okay, I hmm, message. <laughs> What what would you say to somebody who is dealing with these, you know? Body My main issues? message would be to people that want to criticize other people and just you never know what people are dealing with, and there's no good at all that comes from it. You know what I mean? Like you're only gonna hurt people, so right. so just think about that before you do it. And then of course people are still gonna do that. So the people that have to deal with it from a BDD perspective, just it isn't going to help but just try to not let it get to you 
everything's evolving everything's changing people can say you're beautiful one day they can say you're ugly the next day it literally just doesn't fucking matter just be happy with yourself there's beauty in literally every single person is the okay. best i can say that's a good message is it i, yeah. I feel like you're humoring me no it's not <laughs> no i'm not at all i mean it's like i here's here's another way i would put it whether you're body shaming or body praising you're not focused on the right thing. <laughs> true, true. And so body praising is just as bad as body shaming. Well, I don't know if it's just as bad because at well, least you're trying to be nice. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's kind of a uh, it, it's kind of a um, double-edged sword for the person that's that's um, um, trying to deal with BDD. Yeah, and I mean, maybe there's lots of people that just love compliments and don't have any issues, but like both ways for me and I'm sure a lot of people it's just I don't know it's I just wish people didn't care about parents so much really and I wish I could not care about parents so much but I feel like the times when I do it, it <sighs> comes back to haunt me yeah well we're in show business so <laughs> we're in show business and in the era of fucking but also shouldn't it be about the business part shouldn't it be about how awesome I am at, <laughs> at telling jokes and whatnot on the show yeah, it is about the business part, and it's also and also um, when when beautiful people or ugly people appear on film, it's always an illusion. I mean, I, I don't think people know how much of an illusion. Plus, it's it all is. such an eye of the beholder thing because some of the people I like, I had the biggest crush on Tom Petty growing up and Rick Moranis. I didn't know that these weren't considered classically handsome people. Like, it's just all. Not everybody has to think the same things are beautiful and if you don't think something's beautiful on somebody who cares you know there's other stuff of value about them you know it's like just because you don't look pretty to someone doesn't make you an unworthy person okay so i'm gonna have to cut it off right there i know it's kind of an awkward position but we kind of just kept rambling from there and it became a whole different bunch of incoherent nonsense so that's our big chunk of on-topic potting um i think if i had done this pod on a different day when i wasn't feeling so down or hadn't been drinking i might not have been quite so frank about everything but um what the hell we are in the apocalypse so anything goes right <laughs> so uh thank you for listening to the realness and uh, i hope Whatever is troubling you, you find a way to work through it. And if you need help or a friend to listen, feel free to reach out. Um, okay. Love you. Thanks for listening. Watch season two. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Bye. Okay.